This is I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. The following is a recent Sunday morning message given by Pastor Robert Brown. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Saints, it is the longing of the human heart to have more, to experience life to the fullest. And oftentimes, because of our experiences, our limited experiences, amen, we look to natural things to supply that which the heart longs for. We look for love, and I'm not saying love is wrong. Love is wonderful. God created love, amen. God created social uh, interactions. He, he created friends. He created us as brethren, amen, to support one another. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And he, you know, he created the things that are on the earth, amen. But there's a longing that only God can fulfill in the human heart, amen. And we get frustrated because we can't find it here. And we get frustrated because we can't find it there, amen. We get frustrated because I can't find it in my relationship, amen, my romantic relationship. I can't find it on my job. I, I can't find it bungee jumping. I can't find it anywhere on the earth. There's a longing in the human heart for more. And oftentimes we find that the church is dry. Our walks are dry. Because we're not getting that which is essential to the human heart. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Saints, today God is having me to share with you how to get that longing fulfilled. And I'm going to get more specific as we go on. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That thing that we all are searching for, that which satisfies, that which quenches, hallelujah, he wants me to share with you today. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Because, hallelujah, his fire, amen, is available to us. His passion Hallelujah. His zeal for life is available to us, and he's going to point us in that direction this morning. Amen? Hallelujah. So let's pray. Amen. And then I'm going to get started with our scripture. Amen? Hallelujah. Father God, we come before in the matchless name of Jesus. We are longing, hallelujah, for whatever you have for us today, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, prepare our hearts. Prepare each heart under the sound of my voice, to receive from you today, Lord God. Father God, we know there's more to life. There's more than our jobs. There's more than our friendships. There's more than our husbands, our wives, our friends, our relationships, Lord God. There's more than money. There's, there's, there's more, hallelujah, and we desire it today in the name of Jesus. Change us, Lord God. Impact us like never before. And Father God, what you're giving me to do is too hard for me, Lord God. This task is too great for me. You are the preacher. You are the teacher. Preach today. Teach like never before. And we won't fail to give you the praise, the glory, and the honor. In Jesus' name, let somebody say amen. Amen. Here we go. Hallelujah. We're coming. Hallelujah. From the thought of the well that won't run dry. The well that won't run dry. Everything else I've looked towards has run dry, has, has suffered drought. 
the well that won't run dry. Amen. Turn with me to John, the gospel, chapter 4, verse 1. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Here we go. Hallelujah. Well, let me explain this first. Hallelujah. Here we have Jesus um, at a point in his ministry where he is leaving the Judea or Judah area of Israel and wants to travel back to his native area of Galilee. Now, Judah or Judea is in the southernmost part of Israel. Amen. And Galilee is in the northernmost part of Israel. Now, the reason he's leaving, amen, is because the religious leaders of the day are getting riled up about his ministry. And it's not yet time for him to be crucified. So he is removing himself from that area temporarily in order that his ministry might continue. So he's going back to the north. Now, the northern part of Israel was a little more mixed in um, its population. It wasn't just Jews. There were other towns that had uh, more uh, Gentile people. Amen. And on his way there, he had to go apart through the north central part of Israel. That was a place called Samaria. Now, Samaria at one point was the head of the northern. It was the capital city of the northern region of Israel, amen, especially when during the split of Israel into two kingdoms, amen, the southern kingdom becoming Judah, ruled by the descendants of David, and the northern uh, kingdom, amen, being ruled by various people, uh, and you can find all that in First and Second Kings and First and Second Chronicles, hallelujah, all the different changes that went on, hallelujah, glory to God. But the northern kingdom, the Israel, amen, where Samaria was located, amen, had been conquered time and time again. And so much so that the conquerors sent people to intermingle with the poorest of the Israelites that were left behind. And you had what the people of that time would call a mixed race. So the people of Samaria having some Jewish heritage, but also having a mixture of Gentile DNA within them. Hallelujah. Everybody following me? Hallelujah. So the Jews of that day looked down upon the Samaritans because they weren't of the purish Jewish DNA or ancestry. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So hallelujah. This is the context we're coming in. Hallelujah. Glory to God. As we read our scriptures. Remember, it's the well that won't run dry. Amen. Here we go. Hallelujah. Now, John, the gospel of John, chapter four, verse one, it reads, hallelujah. When therefore the Lord knew how the Pharisees had heard that Jesus made and baptized more disciples than John. Verse two says, though Jesus himself baptized not but his disciples. Hallelujah. Now, Jesus came to baptize with the Holy Ghost and fire. John said that. Hallelujah. So people were being baptized in Jesus' name, but his disciples were actually doing it. Amen. Hallelujah. The baptism is, is, is of man with man laying hands. Hallelujah. But Jesus being the God man, hallelujah, had his disciples. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Baptized those followers that came to know him. Hallelujah. Verse 3. He left Judea and departed again into Galilee. 
So he's leaving from the southern part of, of Israel, going to the northern part. Hallelujah. Verse 4 says, and he must needs go through Samaria. Hallelujah. So we said that Samaria was in the north central part of Israel. He had to go through there in order to get to Galilee. Amen. Hallelujah. Verse 5 says, then cometh he to a city of Samaria, which is called Sychar, near to a parcel of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. This is a very famous part of uh, a historic part of ground. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We know that uh, Jacob, hallelujah, was the progenitor of the Israelites. Amen. His name was changed from Jacob to Israel. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And he when he came back from uh, Mesopotamia, amen, how he was in Mesopotamia for many years because he ran from Esau because he took Esau's birthright, hallelujah, and when he came back, hallelujah, he bought this piece of land, hallelujah, that we are talking about now here in Sychar, hallelujah. In other terms, it's called she Shechem, hallelujah, glory to God, very familiar, hallelujah name there, hallelujah. Verse 6 says, now Jacob's well was there, hallelujah. So Jacob made a well, hallelujah, while he was there, hallelujah. That's where they got their water from, hallelujah. Jesus, therefore, being wearied with his journey, sat thus on the well, and it was about the sixth hour, hallelujah. Now, hold on now. You said that Jesus is God. How did he get weary? Think about that for a second. How did Jesus get weary? He's God. Remember, he's the God-man. His humanity, his body was wearied from the trip. Hallelujah. From Jerusalem to this place, Sychar, is 34 miles. So any of us, he, like he ran a marathon and then some. Hallelujah. He walked a marathon. Hallelujah to get there. Hallelujah. There's one guy, hallelujah, and just a little aside, amen, who talks about the travels of Jesus. Amen. I have to remember his name and find his book. Hallelujah. But Jesus walked a ton during his ministry amen hallelujah so his body was wearied his humanity was wearied although he was the god man hallelujah and he came there and said about the sixth hour of the day or about noon the first hour is 6 a.m amen to the hebrew thinking amen the sixth hour is noon so he came there about noon in the middle of the day hallelujah after amen everyone had brought their cattle and everything to come and get water from the well after all the people went there hallelujah it was a time of the day where usually you were not seen at the well. Let's keep that in mind. Hallelujah. Verse 7 says, There cometh a woman of Samaria to draw water, and Jesus saying to her, Give me to drink. So why was this woman coming in the middle of the day when no one else would be there? It conveys the idea she was coming and didn't want to be seen by anybody. You know, a lot of times, amen, in the past when I went through things, I didn't want to be seen by anybody. I wanted to stay in the cut. I wanted to stay anonymous. Well, we could relate to this. Sometimes when you get caught up in stuff that you know you shouldn't be doing, you don't want to be seen by anybody. You don't want anybody to even hear about it. And this was this woman who was really representative of all of us, including myself. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And it says, there cometh a woman 
of Samaria to draw water. And Jesus said unto her, give me to drink. Amen. Now, at that time, it was very different than this time. The culture was very different. You just didn't talk to a random woman on the streets. There were no cat calls. There were no pickup lines on the street to just pick up a woman. That was forbidden. And on top of that, this is a woman from a group of people that the Jews looked down upon because they were not purely Jewish in their ancestry. Jesus was a different kind of person, y'all. He didn't go to society's norms or conform to what everybody else was doing. He was a trailblazer. He was our Savior. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He is our Savior. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Verse 8 says, for his disciples were gone away into the, unto the city to buy meat. So nobody else was there. Just him and her. Hallelujah. Verse 9 then saith the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it that thou, being a Jew, asketh drink of me, which am a woman of Samaria? How is it that you're asking me? You, you Jews have no dealings with us. Plus, you being a man are not supposed to speak to me. Jesus was breaking social norms. Hallelujah. Woo, we're headed somewhere, y'all. I'm setting you up. Hallelujah. God's setting you up. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So then saith the woman of Samaria, let me repeat it again unto you, how is it that thou, being a Jew, askest drink of me, which am a woman of Samaria? For the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. Verse 10, Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God, and who it is that saith to thee, Give me to drink, thou would have asked of him, and he would have given thee living waters. Hallelujah. I think I've heard that name before, living waters. I don't know. It might have been a church I went to at one time. Hallelujah. Oh, it's right there on the wall. Okay, hallelujah. Let's look into this. Amen. We're going to do a quick word study. Hallelujah. And see exactly what Jesus was saying unto this woman that he wasn't supposed to talk to, especially when they were alone. And he, because of social norms, was not supposed to deal with because she was of a different ancestry. Hmm. All right. Let's look at this word newest. Amen. We don't speak in King James language anymore. Amen. Hallelujah. So this word newest in the Greek. Amen. We know that the New Testament portion of the Bible was originally written in Greek. Amen. So we must look at the Greek words to gather the understanding of what Jesus was really saying to this woman of Samaria. Amen. So this word newest in the Greek, it means Edo. And it means seeing that becomes knowing. Then is a gateway to grasp spiritual truth, reality, from a physical plane. Thus, Edo is physical seeing or sight, which should be the constant bridge between mental and spiritual seeing and comprehension. In other words, he said, if thou knewest, if you could see with your natural eyes and allow it, hallelujah, to inform your spiritual understanding, if you knew who you were talking to, if, if you could see with your eyes and then it translate to your spirit that I am the Messiah that's talking to you. Let's go on to the next word. It's gift. In the Greek, it means Doria. I 
I'm going to stop here for a second. Hallelujah. Doria. I believe this word was translated into Doret. You think I'm joking, but I'm really not. It means a gift because Doret's name in German means gift. I believe your name is derived from Doria. So from this way forward, she will be Sister Doria. <laughs> Sister Doria, hallelujah, the gift, hallelujah. Anyway, gift, it means Doria, a free gift, a gift without repayment. The Lord of the universe was offering this woman who he should not have been talking to because of her gender and because of her ancestry a gift that would not require repayment. Now, we said that this woman really represents all of us, hallelujah, that God wants to give us a gift that does not require repayment, hallelujah, glory to God. See, we maybe give our tithes and our offerings, but that really does not pay back God. He's God. What is he going to do with your greenbacks, with your money? It's really to support his physical church on the earth. So it's a free gift, a gift without repayment, a gift freely given and hence not acquired by merit or entitlement. She would have been disqualified to merit it or entitle it because of her gender and her ancestry. And we would have been, because we are Gentiles, not been qualified to merit it or be entitled to it because of our ancestry as Gentiles. Because the Jews are the people of God originally. Hence, not acquired by merit or entitlement, expresses a brand of giving that highlights the, benef the, benefic uh, the beneficent desire of the giver. Beneficent. Desire, help me, mother, hallelujah. How you pronounce that? Ben, beneficent desire of the giver, hallelujah. God is good. Jesus wanted to offer this woman something the world could not offer her, something she was disqualified by the world because of her ancestry, because of her gender. Ladies, you live in the greatest time there is for women. I know it's not perfect. I know there's the Me Too movement. I know all, all these things are going on. I understand that, but this is the greatest time, amen. Glory to God. Because back then, amen, you were considered property. Hallelujah. So the next time you have a tough time, amen, thank God that you live in 2020. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God, Jesus was the greatest liberator of women. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He was, a, he was a hero to women everywhere. Amen. Especially this woman, amen, that was looked down upon because of her ancestry, not being purely Jewish. My God. Hallelujah. So he wanted to offer her a gift that did not need repayment, nor that she could qualify for through her actions, amen, or through her ancestry. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's look at the new, 
the next word, amen, it's give or didomi, hallelujah. That means to supply, to furnish necessary things. I offer, give, I put, I place, amen. He wanted to offer her a gift that was necessary. Let's stop here for a second. There are things that our spirit needs, our soul needs that are necessary, that we try to fill. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Only speaking for myself at the buffet. Hallelujah. We try to fill. Amen. Through relationships. Amen. We even try to fill by church. Amen. Glory to God. But it's from Jesus to us. That is essential, that is necessary for our inner man. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He wanted to supply that which was missing in this woman. He wants to supply that which is missing in you and I. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said, you would ask me and I would give. Hallelujah. Drink. Hallelujah. This word drink. Amen. Hallelujah. In the Greek, it's a word called pino. Hallelujah. I think there's a wine called pino. Hallelujah. I'm not sure. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Figuratively, it means to receive into the soul that which serves to refresh, strengthen, and nourish it unto life eternal. He wanted to give her a gift that would nourish her soul, her spirit, her inner man, and impart life eternal unto her. And that's what he wants to do for us. Amen. Now, we're saved already. We have eternal life, but we, we want that refreshing. Hallelujah. We want it to be active, the eternal life, that life eternal to be active in us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The next word is woodis, hallelujah. Now, this is a little complicated, but let me try to explain to you. Hallelujah. It's a Greek word, an. Indicates what can or could occur, but only on certain conditions or by the combination of certain fortuitous causes. That's from Thayer, amen, the great theologian, amen, hallelujah. It's often called untranslatable particle, hallelujah. However, it always influences conditions, its sentence, and is key to properly understanding the verse hallelujah, in which it occurs. It conveys important meaning. In other words, he said, if you would have asked me, amen, hallelujah, glory to God. In other words, it was incumbent upon her to voluntarily ask. And it's incumbent upon us to ask for God what we need. Lord, you got to do this. You better do this. You better do this. No, no, no. Ask him. He did, he finished his work at the cross. We have to allow him to have his way in our lives. It is possible to be in church for 30 years and be dry like the desert because I've never invited him to have his way in me or through me. It is possible to be ordained and be dry. How do you know I've been there? I've been there. I've experienced it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you for your patience. Keep on hanging with me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. This next word, amen, really brings it home. Amen. Ask is ante in the Greek. It's I request, I petition, I demand. Can you demand God? Only that which he promised. If he promised it to you, 
You could demand it from a now. Obviously, you don't want to do it in the means of uh, being arrogant or uh, or mean to God or anything like that. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But let me put it this way. It is my right to have joy. It's not something where, God, if you're in the mood, can you give me some joy? You think, you know, if, if it's possible, you can give me joy. No, joy is mine. And if I'm not operating in it, hallelujah, I've got to call it into being into my life. Hallelujah. I demand it, amen, hallelujah, to be operating in my life. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I believe this is the last one we're going to look at for now. No, we got two more. Hallelujah. Real quick. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He offered her living. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Water. Hallelujah. But let's look at the word living. It's zeal. Hallelujah. In the Greek, to live, experience God's gift of life, living water, bubbling up, gushing forth, flowing with the suggested idea of refreshment and salubrity. Hallelujah. Salubrity is health giving. In other words, it represents that which you receive, which is health-giving, hallelujah, as opposed to water of cisterns and pools. Our, our spring water is figuratively used of the spirit and truth of God as satisfying the needs of the soul. Amen, hallelujah. So that living aspect or moving, hallelujah, it's not... The still waters, hallelujah, we can experience peace, amen, but it's the living waters, hallelujah, glory to God, that refreshes the soul, hallelujah, that, that gives us life, amen, that adds health benefits, amen, to us, hallelujah, glory to God, thank you, Jesus. And the water, amen, hallelujah, is hudor in the Greek, allegorically, or uh, uh, extreme example, amen, would be that which refreshes and keeps alive the soul is linked to water, the spirit and truth of God he was offering her if she would but have asked and recognized who he was and asked or demanded a refreshing of her soul hallelujah saints we were never meant to walk on earth in depression despair panic anger fear rage nervous breakdown I've experienced all those things, but God never ordained those things for me. God's not given me the spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. So when I'm going through those things, because I'm human like you and I walk in the earth, amen, glory to God, this scripture pops in my head, hallelujah, for God's not giving me the spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. So you need to go fear. Anxiety, you need to go. Hallelujah. Phobias, you need to go. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Pouting, you need to go. Hallelujah. I'm a child of God, and this is my right to walk in joy, love, peace, and a sound mind. It's my right. He died to give it to me. I refuse to walk in those lower emotions. They do come to me and they try me every single day. I've been depressed enough, y'all. I've entertained thoughts of suicide enough, y'all. I've locked myself away enough, y'all. I've pouted and felt sorry for myself enough, y'all. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I, I, I'm, I'm calling on that life. 
to be within me. Hallelujah, because it's my blood bought right. Hallelujah, nothing I earn, nothing I'm entitled to. Amen, because of my actions. Amen, hallelujah. It's because of Jesus' actions that they are available to me. Amen, let's get back to the scripture. Amen. Verse 11 says, the woman said unto him, sir, thou hast nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. From whence then hast thou that living water? She was still in the natural. And this is where we find ourselves, amen. Even though we're tongue-talking, amen, believers, amen, we keep still looking at the natural. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I was working yesterday for a little bit, amen, glory to God. And I know how I look, and I know what my size is, amen, glory to God. And I was working in a predominantly, hallelujah, white establishment, amen. I'm not trying to be offensive to anybody, hallelujah. It just is what it is, hallelujah. And this woman came up to me, amen, I believe she was a cashier. She says, oh, you look like you wanted the bounce. Now I have a decision to make in a quick moment. I'm a amen. Do I become offended? Do I cry out racism? Do I start feeling sorry for myself? Or do I remember who I am in Jesus and continue to stand strong in Him? Which one did I pick? Hallelujah. I did, for this instance, pick the right one. Hallelujah. And I laughed it off. I could have ran to the manager and complained about racism. I could have ran to my boss and complained about racism, that stereotyping. But saints, I'm deciding to live with that living waters active inside of me. Just because somebody says something to you or call you something, that doesn't mean that's my name. Hallelujah. And then I have to understand, and God spoke to me and said, this is, this is next level. And, and he spoke to me when I, when I moved from the area. He said to her that was really a compliment because from her lifestyle, bouncers are people she looks up to. Now, from my point of view, I could take it from a racial standpoint and a stereotyping, hallelujah, but you would have had to meet the woman to understand what God was saying, amen. From her point of view, she was really giving me a compliment, hallelujah. But I could have taken it, amen, the wrong way, hallelujah. I decided to listen to the Lord, amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God, hallelujah. Hallelujah. But I could have looked at it in the natural like this Samaritan woman. And oftentimes, saints, if we're going to be real, amen, we look at things in the natural. Oh, no, she didn't. This is my opportunity to get my frustration off and tell somebody off. Or it could be your opportunity to let the Lord use you, amen, and win somebody to Christ. We are ever ready to lash out or look at things in the natural, just like this woman did. Instead of, amen, looking at it from a spiritual point of view, what is happening? And how would Jesus have me to react in this situation, and let me draw from him so that I'm able to do it, because in my own strength, I can't. Hallelujah. So she was looking at things from a natural point of view. Amen. Verse 12, and thou art, he said, art thou greater than our father Jacob? She was starting to recognize that this mysterious man was maybe a little more than a stranger that happened to stumble on this well. Because Jacob was held in high regard, being the progenitor of the Isra uh, Israelites. Amen. He says, Art thou greater than our father Jacob, which gave us the well, 
and drank thereof himself and his children and his cattle? Verse 13, And Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drink of this water shall thirst again. Saints, those natural things we look to to fill our souls, we're going to wind up being thirsty again. The drugs, the alcohol, the pornography, the womanizing, I'm making up a word here, the manizing, the roller coasters, everything that in of itself is good. I'm not saying pornography is good, but God made sex within the marital con context, amen, and it's good. We look to fill our spiritual needs with natural things. And we are on a continual cycle of never feeling fulfilled. And our heart gets broken, and then it gets healed again, and then it gets broken again, and the heart gets broken, then it gets healed, and it's broken again, and we're on this continual cycle, never feeling fulfilled, never walking in his fullness. And we thirst again. Verse 14. This is Jesus speaking again. He said, but, who's, but whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst again. Saints, it is possible to live a life where you don't thirst any longer because you're drawing from the well that won't run dry. Hallelujah. Glory. There's a continual flow in your life, in your inner man. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He goes on to say, but the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. Hallelujah. Let's break down a few words here once again. Hallelujah. We're getting there, saints. Hallelujah. This word thirst. Amen. Hallelujah. This Dipseo, 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 hallelujah. In the Greek, it's dipseo, hallelujah. And it figuratively means those are said to thirst who painfully feel their want of and eagerly long for those things by which they should be refreshed, supported, and strengthened. It's, it's, it's you're wanting your inner man to be refreshed, hallelujah. Glory to God, hallelujah. Let's look at the word well, hallelujah. Well, pege in the Greek, amen, a fountain, spring, or flow, amen, hallelujah. Now, a well, hallelujah, in our natural is sitting water, amen, underground, amen, glory to God. But he wants us to look at it. In the Greek, it's a more powerful word. It means a spring. Spring, hallelujah, uh, uh, means like flowing water, springing water, moving water, water full of life. Springing up, it's really the word up, hallelujah, but we put them together. Springing up, amen, is halome in the Greek, to leap up, to gush up, hallelujah, active water, hallelujah, glory to God. He said, I'll give you active water, living water, hallelujah. Let's get our final verse of this section. The woman saved to him, sir, give me this water that I thirst not, neither come hither to draw. He had convinced her. He had imparted faith. Divine persuasion. 
without getting into the rest of the story, amen, hallelujah, he had, expo he had I don't want to use the word exposed, but he had revealed to the woman that he knew of her past, that she had five husbands, and the one she was with now was not her husband. Now, without calling her a dirty word, but let's look at it from a spiritual standpoint, here is a human being looking for that which she needed in her inner man in all the wrong places. And God put on flesh, came on the earth, left Judea, walked 34 miles to a place, amen, hallelujah, that was not so welcoming to find her. My God, hallelujah. God left heaven, came down here to find you and me, hallelujah. Glory, he left his comfortable, hallelujah, place in heaven, amen, because his heart longed for you and I, hallelujah. Even though we didn't merit it, amen, we weren't entitled to it, amen, glory to God. But God was compelled by his love to find that woman and to find you and I, hallelujah. Glory to God. You didn't find him, he found you, hallelujah. But that leaves us with a question, what is living water? Why is the church named this? What is living water? Maybe one day we'll get into what does Mount Zion mean? Because we always use that, what does it mean? But right now we're going to deal with living water. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It's really living water, water, hallelujah, but for phonetically or that it sounds better, we say waters, amen, for the church name. Hallelujah. We're going to look at the commentary of Jameson, Fawcett, and Brown. I, I abbreviated by calling it JFB, hallelujah, in my explanation here. So according to the commentary of JFB or Jameson, Fawcett, and Brown, hallelujah, living water is spiritual life, making the soul a fountain springing, gushing, bubbling up, and flowing forth within us ever fresh ever living the indwelling of the holy ghost as the spirit of christ is the secret of this life with all of its enduring energies and satisfactions as it is expressively said in john 7 37 through 39 which we're going to get to hallelujah never thirsting again then means simply that such souls have the supplies at home or within by the holy ghost hallelujah glory to god Thank you, Jesus. So living waters, amen, and I'm probably going to say it again in my notes, amen, is the life of Christ administered to you by the Holy Ghost. Jesus literally came to give you his life. Jesus is not depressed. Jesus is not down. Jesus is not going through identity crisis. Hallelujah. All these things that we experience, amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He came to share his life with us. Literally. This is living waters, amen. Let me add to this. There are multiple meanings too, amen. Living waters being rushing waters, moving waters, amen. Also meant to the Jewish mind at that time, continual cleansing, amen. Glory to God. Like a waterfall of cleansing, amen. Hallelujah. Moving water, amen, is not stagnant, and it, 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 it cleanses itself by, by way of its movement, hallelujah. Glory to God, hallelujah. So we, amen, hallelujah, as New Testament believers are under continual cleansing. We're under the waterfall of forgiveness. 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So we have the life of Christ and we have the continual cleansing provided by Christ by way of his Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He's continually cleansing us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Saints, Jesus is the source of this refreshing spiritual life. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We're going to turn to John 7.37. Amen. Glory to God. It says, in the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. What was happening here? It was the Feast of Tabernacles. Feast of Tabernacles celebrated, amen, the, the Israelites' time in the wilderness where they lived in tents. Tabernacles are just another way of saying tent. So they celebrated that every year, amen, hallelujah, and on this eighth day, amen, hallelujah, the priest, amen, what they would do is uh, allow the water that flowed underneath the temple, amen, to go, and there would be a joyous uh, cry, amen, and celebration when this water was flowing underneath the temple, amen, glory to God, the waters of Siloam, hallelujah, glory to God. It was a great celebration, and at that moment, Jesus decided to get up. Where everybody's celebrating for this natural water flowing, he gets up and says, hallelujah, if any man thirsts, let him come unto me and drink. Because he knew that that natural water would not satisfy. That's like if y'all got up and y'all were celebrating me as pastor. Oh, he's so wonderful. He's done so many things in my life. And Jesus got up and said, hold up. If you thirst... Come unto me. In other words, I'm natural. I can only do so much. He's the true shepherd. He's the, he's the good shepherd. Hallelujah. He is the supply. Hallelujah. So let's think about this again. Amen. If any man thirst, if anybody's soul is longing for more, refreshing, for life, for zeal, for zest, for passion, come to me. He is the source of this living water. Hallelujah. Let's see what JFB says. Amen. Jameson Foster the Brown. Hallelujah. They say the deepest cravings of the human spirit are expressed by the term thirst and receive eternal satisfaction of them by means of drinking. Drinking from Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Saints, Jesus is a wellspring of all satisfaction. You know, there are times where it seemingly everything is going well in life, but you still feel unsatisfied. Me and my wife in a good place. The kids are doing well. I mean, they have their little young adult issues, but they're doing well. I got this new job. Church, you know, we could always grow and expand, amen, but, you know, we're doing well. The bills are paid. But there's this longing for more. My God, he is the wellspring that brings that inner satisfaction that no one can meet in your life. Saints, Robert Brown can't meet it for you. 
Romeo can't meet it for you. My God. Miss America can't meet it for you, fellas. Hallelujah. Or like we used to call Cheyenne. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It's slipping my mind right now. Hallelujah. Miss Jamerica. Hallelujah. Miss Jamerica can't meet it for you. We just so wanted to put her in the Miss Jamerica. Oh, I did. I can't speak for her. I wanted her to be in the Miss Jamerica contest. Hallelujah. That's an inside joke. Amen. Amen. Anyway. <laughs> said, no, Daddy, I'm not going to be in the Miss Jamerica contest. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, hallelujah, levity, hallelujah. Verse 38, he that believeth on me, this is Jesus. He talked about, come to me if you thirst. Believeth on me, as the scripture saith, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Amen. Denoting an abundance of this life, hallelujah. What's JFB say again? Out of his belly, that is his inner man, his soul, hallelujah. He's saying rivers of living waters refers to the abundant supply of spiritual life available to us. There's an abundant supply that because we keep looking at the natural things, amen, hallelujah, we miss out on in our spirit. Have you ever woken up and said, well, is this it with life? Is this it? No, it's not it. There's more. There's more. Like I said before, the Holy Spirit administers the spiritual life of Christ to believers. He, he, he's the Spirit of God, but he's taken on the title of the Spirit of Christ that administers the life of Christ from within. Hallelujah. We keep looking from without to be satisfied, but from without can't satisfy for what's within. Hallelujah. We need it from within. Hallelujah. And I'm not trying to down anything that's good in this world, anything that's natural. Things that are natural are not bad. They're not sin, but they don't satisfy the, the inner man. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Going back to the scripture, verse 39 of John 7 says, But this spake he of the Spirit, which they that believed on him should receive. For the Holy Spirit was not yet given, because Jesus was not glorified. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit was just not moving around the earth any way he wanted to. Amen. There were instances in the New Testament when the Holy Spirit came upon people. Hallelujah. From without. From without. From without. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. But hallelujah. Jesus was looking forward to a day where the Holy Spirit would live within. I want you to really think about this. God lives inside of you if you're a believer. God lives inside of you. When you experience heartache, the Holy Spirit experiences heartache. When you go through what you go through, the Holy Spirit goes through it too because now he is a part of you. Hallelujah. On the flip side, when we walk into sin, he goes there with us. We take him into sin. This is not to beat you up. Amen. This is to identify what is. Hallelujah. So that we have knowledge of what is happening. He lives inside of us. Hallelujah. But it's your choice to tap into the well 
that won't run dry. It's everybody's choice. I can't make you. You could leave here today and say, well, Pastor, nice message, but I'm going to go on with my life. I mean, and that would be between you and God. There's nothing I can do about it. I'm not going to go home and pout about it. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. There's no, no real games on today. Amen. Glory to God. So I just, I don't know what, I, I just go home. Hallelujah. It's up to you whether you want to tap in. Do you want to tap into what's inside of you? Or do you want to continue to fruitlessly keep trying to get it from without to within? Oh, if my husband just loved me more. Yes, he should. But what if he chooses not to? Oh, if my wife would just act right. Yes, she should. But what if she chooses not to? All them people in my job keep telling me these dirty jokes and they should act right. Yes, they should, but what if they choose not to? Oh, that girl I ran into yesterday shouldn't call me a bouncer, amen, glory to God, but she chose not to, amen, glory to God. Do I choose then to be pouty and upset or walk in his joy and draw from him his life? Saints, we got expectations on the world that's unrealistic. Sinners are going to sin. I don't think we understand that. Hallelujah. We keep making righteous expectations on people that don't know our God. And even those who claim to be Christians, they may be walking in ignorance and not knowing what I'm sharing with you today. They're walking in ignorance. They don't know. But we know now. We know where to draw our strength from, to get strength with, be strengthened with might in our inner man. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God will allow you to continue because you're making the choice to seek to be filled from without. Oh, I'm so lonely. If there was only somebody that could talk to me. Yes, it's not good that man should be alone. Hallelujah. We get it. Hallelujah. But that's in God's timing and how God directs people towards you. Amen. Glory to God. I just, and you know, I was in Texas. Real quick testimony. Amen. And we went down and I kept trying to make friends. I was trying my hardest to make friends. I even made friends. The man I made a friend with, amen, wind up shooting up the neighborhood one day. Hallelujah. I said, what's up with my friend? He's shooting up the neighborhood. The SWAT team's here. He seemed off that morning. He was drinking the night before, amen. And when I came home for lunch, the man was shooting up the neighborhood. You can't make this stuff up. Please ask the rat so y'all don't think I'm hyping it up. The man was shooting up the neighborhood. I don't remember that, but hallelujah. He, no, he wanted to fix the van, hallelujah. I had to take Asa with me back to work for the afternoon, amen. Poor Asa had to sit in the lunchroom, amen, while I was doing my shift because I couldn't take him on the bus with me. Hallelujah. I'm, Asa, in front of everybody, I would like to apologize that you had to sit in that lunchroom for three hours. Amen. Poor Asa. That's one of these little wild man Asa, too. A little sweaty Asa. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. <laughs> I've tried, I've tried to make friends. I've had friends let me down. I'm sure I've let people down at times, too. I know, matter of fact, I'm, I'm positive I have. Amen, glory to God. 
God will allow us to continue to try to get our spiritual needs of our soul met by natural things like the woman was looking at the water. But why should we continue to keep hitting our heads against the wall when there is another alternative by way of the Holy Spirit? Amen? Hallelujah. Since we got to lower our expectations, you've heard me say this before, on people and raise them on God. We have low expectations of God and high expectations of people. The person that cuts you off on the road, amen. Yes, I get as angry as you do, amen. But I'm starting to come into the understanding that this person's a sinner. Why am I expecting them to act like a saint? Well, you know, there are laws in the land, and they have to follow the laws. We've had laws for 200 years in this country, amen, hallelujah. And people keep doing the wrong thing, hallelujah. The strength of sin is the law. Don't touch that, and people want to touch it. Don't eat that, people want to eat it. It's not the law's intent, but that's how that's man's reaction to the law. Saints, it's your choice to tap into the well that won't run dry. Hallelujah. We're going to look at an instance with Jesus. This is after he was resurrected, amen, and was uh, meeting with his disciples. He says, and when he had said this, he breathed on them and said unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Saints, it's my argument today, amen, that the, the disciples were not filled I'm talking about the original 11. You know, Judas wasn't there. The disciples were indwelled with the Holy Spirit when Jesus breathed on them here. They were baptized or empowered by the Spirit to carry out ministry on the day of Pentecost. But they were indwelled after he rose from the dead and visited them and in this instance breathed on them. Let's look at what he actually did. Hallelujah. Glory to God. This word, it's not really the breathe that we're defining. It's the on. Hallelujah. That's some tricky things about the Greek. Amen. So this breathed, but the word is really on, is emphaseo. Emphaseo. Amen. In the Greek, it means breathe, blow in. Christ breathed into the apostles. What was he breathing into them? His life. Hallelujah. What did, Father, what, what did God do? What did Elohim do, amen, to Adam? He breathed the breath of life into him. So now life was in Adam, and now life, eternal life, exhilarating life was now in the disciples. And then he said, receive you the Holy Ghost. Receive in the Greek is, is, is uh, hallelujah, is lambano, meaning actively hold, lay hold of, to take or receive, to lay hold by aggressively, actively accepting what's available or offered, emphasizing the volition or assertiveness of the receiver. In other words, choose to receive the Holy Spirit. I can't make you. It's your choice. We can choose to request from God that joy, that life, that exhilaration from within, well, we could choose to say, eh, I'll keep going to the natural stuff. It's your choice. That's the wonderful thing about God. Love is, and I'll use her as an example, God led us together. You've heard me say this before. She had to choose me. I had to choose her. If she decided not to choose me, she was not going to hell. She could have chosen somebody else. I could have chosen somebody else. We would have not gone to hell. 
would have things have played out the way God wanted? No, but it wasn't going to send us to hell. You're not going to go to hell if you don't draw from Jesus this exhilarating life, this 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 that which satisfies the soul. But your life may feel like a living hell if you keep trying to draw from natural things. You know, one of the hard things God said to me one time, and this was hard, I was working at North Shore and uh, at the time, and I had a boss that was a little less than moral. Moral meaning knowing right from wrong and doing right the wrong things, amen? And God said to me, he doesn't care about you. Let me say that again. He said to me, your boss doesn't care about you. I don't want to bust your bubbles. Unless your boss is a born-again believer that has tapped into this, amen, and has an outlook, amen, and looking through Jesus' colored glasses, your bosses don't care about you. But as a Christian, it's not then for me to pout. It's to look, okay, God, hallelujah. So now that this is what I'm dealing from without, hallelujah, I call forth for that joy from within to overcome this situation, amen, because I'm a child of God, amen, glory to God, and I'm not going to walk through this as a victim. I am the victor, hallelujah, and I'm going to walk in success. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord shall deliver us from them all. Saints, I'm not here to down your life experiences because life is tough. Hallelujah. What I'm trying to encourage you, what God's trying to encourage you, that there is more from the Holy Ghost, the life of Christ. Hallelujah. That we might walk in success every day of our lives. Every day is a good day. Every day I've determined every day is a good day. Hallelujah. By faith. This is a grown-up message, y'all. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Last one. Hallelujah. Jesus invites us to come to him in times of need. Last scripture. We all know this. Matthew eleven twenty eight. Come unto me, all ye that labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. There's more. It's up to you whether you take it. I'm taking mine. I want to encourage you to take yours. Whether you believe it or not, I want to see all of y'all blessed. I want to see you flowing in God's best. I want you to have his joy. I want you not to be disturbed by the world anymore. They've been picking on us long enough. Amen. It's time for us to get what is ours and walk in the victory that Jesus Christ won at the cross. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That we are the paragons of strength. Amen. At our jobs, in our communities, in our neighborhoods. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Because we know whose we are. We know how to draw from him to get what we need amen and we know how to walk in victory when you walk in victory amen glory to god you testify of the lord jesus christ hallelujah glory to god hallelujah but hallelujah to emphasize it amen saints there is a well that won't run dry you can go back to god as many times as you need to because he has a supply that won't run out hallelujah he has a supply of joy of peace of love of rest that won't run out he is the well that won't run dry somebody say hallelujah hallelujah Thank you for joining us at I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. We hope the message blessed you and unveiled the love of Christ to you in a greater way. God bless.